Warren strokes the three from the left wing. Gagliardi, why not? He's feeling it. He oh, flies from three. Goodness. Junior down the lane, drops to Rainwater for a two-handed slam. That's what you do. He will tear down a rim this year. Largely able to blow by the pressure. Now a lob. Rivers throws it down. Cato tries it again. You bet. Caleb Cato back-to-back threes. Welcome to Screecher Report, guys. This is another episode of Screecher Report. Yes. FGC Basketball. Russell would like to address everyone right now, and please, please turn up the, the dial and, and tune into this apology. I, Russell Kelly, am extremely saddened and sorry to each and every one of you, because on the past podcasts, and maybe before them, I said that Eastern Kentucky was not joining the conference, but Western Kentucky, and that is false. Eastern Kentucky is joining the conference. So when I'm sitting here talking about six, six ten, three hundred pound guys and seven foot five, two hundred twenty five pound guys, that had nothing to do with anything that we're <laughs> that we're gonna face once or twice this year. So you can understand my my uh, dilemma though, right, Elliot? I mean, East and West. Yeah, it sounds like one side of your brain was working more than the other. Yeah. And that's why you picked. Well, we have I mean, Matt Halverson, who we just had on, came from Western Carolina, right? Yeah. And there's an Eastern Carolina, right? Yeah. And who coaches there? Mr. Joe Dooley. Yes. So, in my head, I'm like, well, it can't be Eastern Kentucky, because I was thinking Eastern is Joe Dooley, so it must be Western. Yeah. Anyway. So you got your states mixed up. I did. But we can move on from that. But hey, it's a 50-50 shot. Right. And you were wrong. I was wrong and, this uh, time. You know. Failure pays off, and you'll probably never make that mistake again. I, I probably will. You might, yeah, but... Somewhere down the line. If you if you do, please don't let it be like when we do a game preview, and we, like, analyze Western Kentucky. Yeah, no. And uh, we're about to play no. Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are off-season mess-ups. They're yeah. welcome. Right. Uh, anyway, moving on from that, a uh, decent segue into another topic. We're talking about people we're going to play. Eastern Kentucky, we will be playing. Uh, and that's official, not only because they're in our conference now, but some schedule news was announced. The uh, the non-conference slate is set. Uh, not playing every team twice. I'm a little, you know, semi-disappointed in that. I'd like to play everyone twice. Do you think that's due to the volume of new teams, or is it due to a rushed schedule slash just logistics? I think it's a combination of the volume of the new teams and not having that many teams in the conference before, like not knowing how to do it, maybe. Maybe next year you play everyone twice, but there might be more new teams in the conference next year too. So maybe some of these teams we don't play. Or is it just because there's an odd number? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I don't know what the number is. That only factors in. Is it 12? Uh, I I think it was 11. So it was 8 and now it's 11? No, it was 9. Yeah, now it's 12. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. Nobody left. Um, so I, I'm thinking what they want to do at some point because there's going to be there's four football schools I think now in the conference. And they want to have six because that means there's like an automatic bid to the playoffs or something um, in the postseason. So um, they're going to build up. And I think we'll have enough teams to where you, you have like almost co- oh. almost divisions within your conference, like football. The auto bid is solely based on number of schools or like football programs. That doesn't make sense. Well, if your school doesn't have a football team, then it shouldn't be. Are you talking about against. auto bid for football or basketball? For football. Oh. Yeah. 
I didn't know there was auto bids for football. Well, I don't know if it's for the the playoff or if it's for bowl games or something like that, but mm. I, I don't know exactly. But yeah, so non-conference was announced. Um, this is going to be really fun uh, getting some of the teams at home, pl- going to places we haven't been before. So on the women's side of things, they've announced two non-conference games so far. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more than that, but two really big ones right out the gate in LSU and Princeton. Uh, two years ago, the last like full season, they lost to Princeton. So this is going to be, it was like a home and home. They lost to them on the road. They're going to get a chance to beat Princeton this year at home. We played LSU before too, right? Yeah, I believe so. It was at their place. I want to say, well, this is away, so maybe. Oh, it is. I, I don't, I don't think recently they played LSU. Maybe they have, but the big story about the LSU game, you know, the Princeton is is a big rematch game. How about you come to our place and with this, you know, souped up team and see what we can do? But uh, the big story with LSU is one of the three incoming players, Carly Shea, is a transfer from LSU. So obviously, it'd be great if she just went off. And, you know, a big upset over LSU would be awesome early in the season. On to the men's side of things, uh, a lot more games were announced, but there should there still should be a few more. But the big ones were USC at home, obviously, which is going to be, that's going to be great. Like the lead up, all the history, honoring the 2013 squad. They're going to be there. Yeah. Should be. Should be. Um, Pending country travel. I guess there's like a, a ceremony or something beforehand, like a day before. Or it's like a whole weekend thing they're making of it. I think we can get invited to like a VIP banquet dinner with them or something? Yes. I'm saying that with confidence. Well, you got to speak it into existence. Yes. Hey, guys, can't wait for the VIP <laughs> banquet dinner that we're invited to. Make it happen. I don't need to be a VIP. I just, no, I like, want to, I could be a nosebleed. A slab of, of chicken and rice and maybe slab. a glass of like bourbon and obviously said yeah do they serve bourbon on campus like for those dinners i don't think they do to the public but i think i think they do because if dude you, if you're in those boxes there's beer i'm pretty well sure. if you're an eagles club member paying right. thousands of dollars a year to support the team they better give them a glass right of it's dry for everyone else not not for my thousand plus right right but uh beyond the usc game but what our work is worth thousands so is it really though yeah yeah dude <laughs> we're bringing the info to the masses um all 20 of you the other big game is rhode island who we get at home um there's not really any history there between the teams but it's a good you know a good school and it should be a good game uh, other than that the every few years there's a tournament at alico and this year we're hosting and playing ipfw uh, southeastern louisiana western michigan the old hilton garden inn classic or whatever it's called uh just around the thanksgiving weekend a rematch with Dartmouth from a couple of years ago, and then traveling to FIU, Florida A&M, Robert Morris. We're also, I think, on the road against FAU and Georgia Southern, um, and then a few others to be announced. Probably your obligatory, um, you know, NAIA or D2 or whatever it may be. And then hopefully, I'd like to see another solid opponent like a USF, UF at, at most kind of thing. But then also maybe, you know, I want to play Mercer. Um, yeah, a solid mid-major would be sufficient. Yeah. You know, like, like a Mercer. Butler's probably too much to ask for. Yeah. But something in that, that range that makes things exciting. I, I also like the idea of just the Cinderella's during the non-con. Like yeah. we did UMBC a couple of years, or twice in a row. It was a home-and-home. Home. But uh, Loyola, Chicago has been, you know, with Sister Jean and everything. Every couple of years they seem to be back in it. And then Oral Roberts this past year. I'll be well, cool to get one of them. I'll take UMBC again now that Darnell Rogers is probably right. gone. <laughs> N- not terrorizing us anymore. Yeah, he had the inside playbook, so oh, he yeah. was just tearing oh, yeah. it up. He was like, oh, Fly's going to run Also, he probably had some like revenge. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That guy's got all the chips on his shoulder. Doritos or Lay's? Uh, I was going to make like a layup joke, <laughs> but it was going to be bad whatever I did, so. My joke was bad to begin with. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways, we have a ton of content coming out. Uh, it's pretty much going to be weekly. We have a whole list that we'll probably publish in some way, whether on the website or, or a Twitter post or something for like what you can expect every week. But um, uh, we hope you read and listened to our article and accompanying uh, podcast for Matt Halverson this a couple weeks ago. But this time around, we have Carlos Rosario, a uh, newcomer from McNeese State. Um, he's joining. He's, he's a forward. He's, you know, old school big. Um, this was the trade we made for Zach Scott. Yeah, it was a trade. <laughs> <laughs> Just one year removed. Um, yeah, we got we got a chance to speak with him. So we'll have that to you. We'll have it at your doorstep. We'll have it at your doorstep. We'll deliver it. VHS tape. Yep, if you remember what that is. Uh, But yeah, we got him on the pod for an interview uh, to get to know him a little bit better, ask a few questions in anticipation for that newcomer's article that'll be out Monday. But anyways, uh, here's Carlos Rosario. want to welcome carlos rosario for the first time to the screecher report podcast how you doing man what have you been up to any uh any big weekend plans coming up oh not really man and i'm doing good just you know finish the weekend strong we got workouts tomorrow and that's pretty much that's it that's pretty much it cool man and i know uh you were one of the first people to show up this off season um any reason behind that you just want to get to work you ready to go already yeah, I was just ready to go, and, you know, I, I just – I was already out for school out of my last school right after the season ended, so I went home. So I was home for, like, three, almost four weeks, so I was ready to go. All right, and, uh, you know, since you've been there, you've been able to, you know, check out the campus and everything, I'm sure. What's your impressions of the gym, the campus, and everything else, and, of course, the beach as well? Oh, no, I love the beach. One of the main reasons why I live in North Lake is because I live right by the water. And and the team, man, the facilities, it's amazing, man. This is, you know, this is all new to me. I was, you know, I was in a different situation, but now now that I got here, I, I was just ready to work, and, and I'm excited, man. People people here just want to win and, and get a championship, and I'm all about that. As long as you're near the water and not just baking in the heat because, man, it's hot out right now. Yeah, um, so anybody on the team you've gotten real close with yet? Oh yeah, Richie. That's the, the transfer from Tulsa. That's, we, we roommates and everything. He lived with me. We are very close. Cool. And then, you know, as a big, you got to get the right chemistry between, you know, your point guards, Tavian and Luis Rolone. Those guys are going to be feeding you down low. So how's that getting to know those guys? Oh, good, good. Um, I playing with Tavian. They got me and Tavian in the same team so far. You know, within workouts to building the chemistry, so that's really good. I'm I'm really close also with Kevin, with the awesome. big man, seven foot. Yeah, we're very yeah. close. You know, he's also from <laughs> the Caribbean, so yeah, you know, he, yeah. So speaking of that, I mean, you're originally from the Dominican Republic. Um, can you tell us how it was going from there to where you ended up for high or, uh, in high school, and in, uh, in New York, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So so to start it all, I. Uh, scholarship back in my country we got this tournament that they do every year and, and whoever wins the MVP you get a scholarship or whatever 
So that's how I got my scholarship. Ended up in Troy, New York, and in a high school there in Redemption Christian Academy. So I played there for two years, finished high school, and then I just transferred JUCO for two years in Pensacola, Florida, and after that went to Magnesia, Louisiana, and then I'm here. As you see, went all over. Yes, sir. Yeah, you had um, you obviously had a lot of success, you know, at Redemption Christian, earned a D1 scholarship, played a year at, you know, in JUCO, like you said, um, in Pensacola, and then a good year at McNeese. Uh, what went into your decision to transfer, and why FGCU of all places? Oh, uh, I mean, like I said before, I already I talked to the coaches, and when they was recruiting me, and I was I opened to them that I really wanted a chance to win, you know, to go and compete for something, and and before this opportunity, I, I really, I, I really don't have that. So, uh, you know, they, they told me a little bit about the guys that was, they were coming in. And, you know, it was my short guys. You know, you got a lot of seniors. You got guys that already have one more year. They just want to win. So I was like, yeah, I want to be part of that. And, and that's why I came here. And, uh, we took a look at your highlights on YouTube and, you look to have a ton of low post moves. Is your offense around the basket something you take pride in, or or what kind of player do you view yourself as? Oh, did I say that? That's all I do. One <laughs> one of my things is my hook shot. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's that's something that I take pride. In. I work in every day. My hook shot is my move. You know, that's my bread and butter. And yeah, man, I'm just a you know a tough guy. Just want to win and want to give everything I got every possession. And I'm a main hook shot from from the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a main hooker. I can mill hooker at mirror range if you give me the chance. But yeah, that, that's really what I do, man. That's it. Along those lines, um, what do you feel you can offer the team as like, you know, there's there's a slew of young guys here like Luis and Victor and <clears throat> you know Zach Anderson and those guys. But there's also experienced Largy, Cato, and you know the other guys coming in are are you know have one or two years left as well. So. Um, you know, what What do you offer specifically? What do you think you can kind of help the team with? Oh, no, my point of view, like my point of view and things. Like we can we can be going to struggle even after right now in a, in a workout and because also my personal experience in life in general, you know, my humble beginnings in my country and stuff like that. The guys, you know, they come to me and they, they understand that, you know, like, You've been having a little, a little bit harder than we do, you know, and they kind of like view things differently. So I feel like I can push the guys through who I've been in my life, you know, the situations that I've been. Sometimes, you know, they want to hear something and I try to motivate them by telling you a story or something, you know, and, and that push them to keep going. So I can offer that and also my experience and my position and, you know, and like I, I've been playing basketball and back in my country, I used to play I never actually, I only represent my country in like a national camp in Canada once, but I was part of the program, the FIFA program, the FIFA program. So I was playing like organized basketball since I'm like 12, 13 years old in a system. So that's another thing that I, I know basketball, went to search screen, went to not search screen, stuff like that. So, so yeah, that's what, that's what I see myself offering to the team, just like the experience or like, you know, the basketball that I know and, and, and the struggles that I've been to, trying to just motivate the young guys to, you know, you have a bad crack, but, you know, just keep pushing. And just the next day, you know, next play. Yeah, those uh, leadership skills and intangibles are, are 
invaluable to a team. It's it's awesome to have that. So off the court, what do you like to do? What what are your hobbies outside of basketball? Outside of basketball, I cook and watch anime. That's literally what I was doing right before you called me. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, man. Yeah, I just was anime, you know. Dragon Ball, Naruto and stuff like that. That's just what I do. Classics. What what were you cooking? Oh, cooking? Oh, I'm gonna make some some chicken, some white rice and black beans and a salad for dinner. That's what I'm gonna cook tonight. Classic. Can't beat that. Yes, sir. We'll end on, you know, what are your goals for the season, um and just anything else you might want to tell, you know, the people who end up listening. Oh, I mean, the goal for the season is the tournament. Like we 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 got a pretty good team. We got talent. We were very deep. Everybody on the team can, you know, can come in the game and and score or, or get a stop. So we just have to put that together. Just win, man. Make it to the tournament. It's about time. Yeah, we can't wait to watch it happen. Um, we're excited, you know, for it to eventually get here. Still a couple more months till the season, but. Uh, we're excited. We're going to have to come and catch a practice at some point. Um, check you guys out. And uh, But, yeah, thanks for coming on the pod. We appreciate your time. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate you guys for having me. Of course. Go back to watching anime, man. <laughs> I'm going to right now. All right, All right man. Thanks, have, Carlos. Have a good one. All right, guys. Bye. You too. Thanks for tuning in. We're going to be coming at you weekly with, with pods and articles. You should be listening to this when it is released on Friday, July 16th, in anticipation of the Nest Newcomers article featuring Carlos Rosario to be released Monday morning. Thank you guys for listening. We can't wait to keep pumping this stuff out. Be good out there. Go Beagles. I am doing good, Carlos. How are you?